0: Welcome to the Shared Tzedek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Here you'll find a live recording of just about every sermon, Torah teaching, or story from our Arab Shabbat and High Holy Day services. We know that you wish you could be with us more often, and we understand life getting in the way is not a bad thing. To live Jewishly is to understand that just as important as it is that Judaism happens in the synagogue, it's even more important to live Jewishly in your home and on your way. So here we are. In your home, on your way, maybe even on your morning run. If you ever have any questions or want to continue the discussion, let one of us know. And make sure you check out our live stream and YouTube channel for more ways that Sharit Sedeq is available to you on demand. Keep an eye on your shofar and email so that when you're able, you can be with us as well. Looking forward to seeing you soon. In a distant land and time, a voice comes to Avram, a man who, has lived, who had lived 75 years on this earth, and that voice tells him, leave everything you know behind, the house and home that you've built, the safety that you've found in this place, the certainty you've had your entire life that, you've been do- that what you've been doing is the right thing to do. Go to a place you've never been, which I, a complete stranger, will show you. There I, the God you have never met before, will bless you with wealth, offspring, and a powerful reputation. For your end, you will take on strange new rituals. You will live the way I tell you, trusting that I have your best interests at heart, even though you have no real reason to trust me. These are the events that begin our Torah portion this week, Lech Lecha, and God opens this whole dialogue to Avram with those words, Lech Lecha, go for your own sake. Now apparently, this charge was convincing enough for Avram who we later know as Abraham, to begin his lifelong journey through which he and his wife Sarah become the first Jews. But the path that Abraham's family followed from a place of comfort to the promised place that God would show them did not end with them. Abraham and Sarah's story carries on to this day as the Jewish people continues to work towards being a light to the nations in a world often callous to human needs. I think it is fair to say that most of us find ourselves in a difficult or tense historical moment. We may be experiencing fear or anger or sadness. We may just be tired. But most of all, we may be unsure of what lies ahead. Tonight, I want to look at the values that, in my mind, have defined us as the Jewish people and have guided us along our journey. They are the solid foundation of who we are. Let's begin with the beginning. Two weeks ago, we read about the creation of the world in Parashat Bereshit. When God creates humankind, we are told that God made the first humans B'Tselem Elohim in God's image. What does this mean? Being created B'Tselem Elohim most likely refers not to our physical configuration, but to our inner characteristics. For Maimonides, the 12th century Jewish philosopher, we are like God in our ability to think For Joseph B. Soloveitchik, a great American rabbi of the 20th century, being made in the image of God means possessing creativity and curiosity. My favorite explanation comes from Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, as he explains the Jewish prohibition on idolatry. The reasons that graven images are forbidden, he says, is not that God has no image, but rather because God has just one image, the image of every breathing and living human being. What does this tell us? That we can find God in the face of every person and therefore all people are worthy of the same dignity and respect that we offer to God. No human is any less human than any other No human is an insect or an animal or a statistic, nor any of the things some may say to make people different from them seem less human. From this premise, the Mishnah declares that anyone who destroys a single life has destroyed the equivalent of the entire world. Nothing has a higher value in our tradition than each and every human life. Later in the Torah, the terms of the covenant are laid out more extensively, including a system of justice. In Deuteronomy chapter 16, we read, You shall appoint magistrates and officials for your tribes in all the settlements that Adonai your God is giving you, and they shall govern the people with due justice. You shall not judge unfairly. You shall show no partiality you shall not take bribes, for bribes blind the eyes of the wise and upset the plea of the just. Tzedek, tzedek tirdof, dof, justice, justice, shall you pursue, that you may thrive and occupy the land that Adonai your God is giving you. Alongside the establishment of a court system that treats everyone equally, we are told to pursue tzedek which means justice or righteousness or fairness. How does this play out when the Israelites settle in the land? Everyone in a community contributes to a common fund from which the poor and hungry are fed. Farmers are supposed to leave the corners of their field untilled and leave whatever drops to the ground while harvesting. These belong to those who need them most to the vulnerable in society, the poor, the orphan, the widow or the widower. The Torah here is telling us about a particular kind of justice, one that is so important that the word is repeated twice. When there are people on our streets going to bed, hungry and unhoused, we have not pursued justice far enough until every single human being has what they need to survive and thrive. We cannot truly call ourselves a light to the nations. That is why the concept of charity is not quite the same as tzedakah. Charity is giving when the heart is moved to do do so. Tzedakah is giving to those who need it because it is our obligation and our purpose to create a fairer world. The last value that I want to talk about is one that I am certain you all know, love your neighbor as yourself, which comes from Leviticus 19 in the middle of the Holiness Code. Now it sounds simple, but it absolutely is not, which is why Hillel rephrased it as, what is hateful to you, do not do to your neighbor. It's a little bit different. That, I think, is a rule that most of us can surely follow. It just requires a little bit of empathy. We need to be able to put ourselves in the place of another person, even someone who disagrees with us on almost everything. When we step into someone else's story, we don't have to embrace their point of view. We do need to acknowledge our shared humanity. I believe that on our journey as Jews, we are guided by these ideas that we are all created in the image of God, that we must relentlessly pursue justice, and that we should live our lives knowing that our covenant with God is also a covenant with other people. Abraham and Sarah took a leap of faith some 3,000 years ago. Today, we can be grateful that they answered the call Lech Lecha. For the fruits of their journey, our Torah and the wisdom of Jewish tradition can always give us comfort and guidance in troubled times. May we find our way through. May our Jewish values light the way forward. Shabbat Shalom.